What is going on? Bar Down Breakdown, episode 176. And tonight is a special one. We are joined by our homie, Kyle, from Fireworks, a repeat guest. It's been like 150 episodes since we've had him on. Had to get him back because there's tons of Fireworks news to talk about. So Too much. Too much. What's going on, brother? Hi. What's up? Thanks for having me. Dude, thanks for it's coming back. It's going to be back 150 episodes later. Pretty solid. <laughs> Pretty solid, man. We should keep we should keep that up every 150. I'll be, <laughs> to the T. To yeah. the T, you'll come back every 150 episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm down if you're down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it would fit right into my schedule. <laughs> so, yeah, let, let's talk about that busy schedule, Kyle. Uh, a lot of news, and it's kind of funny. We, we asked... 150 50 episodes ago if if there would be any kind of reunion shows or anything like that coming about with fireworks and then out of nowhere it seems like there was the tour announcement with with you guys and the wonder years and max seal and today just announced slam dunk festival so i guess mm-hmm. tell us how that went down um I, I don't know how it all went down really i mean we like uh I mean, I do know how it went down, but uh, there's not a solid answer. We just kind of have been, you know, still talking and still, you know, been writing music and playing music together and we're still friends. So it would happen. We knew, like, even when we stopped playing in 2015, we knew that we'd play again. We just didn't know when. when. And then the, you know, uh, we were going to, we are talking about doing it in 2019 and then there the pandemic happened, um, which threw us off our rhythm. And uh, now, like, it just things kind of came together, and the Wonder Years were doing this thing, and they're like, "You guys should come." And so we're like, "All right, let's do it." And then, and then because of that, you know, Slam Dunk came knocking. So, Oof. going so across I, the pond. I guess, like, with this kind of coming about, kind of spur of the moment. And, you know, you guys have kids now, full-time jobs, like things like that, like mm-hmm. definitely had to complicate things, right? Oh, for sure. And that's why we won't, you know, won't, uh, you know, it won't be like a full-time thing or, or whatever. It, it's just gonna, you know, it's everything, everyone's lives come first, like before, you know, fireworks is our, uh, our livelihood. So now it's now it was cool because we got to explore other sides of life kind of settle into who we are and and now we can come back and and do it on our own time and it's and it's cool and we can do whatever we want so i love that dude so i guess um slam dunk festival you you got to obviously book flights to go to the uk and all that which is i'm sure super complicated did did they handle that kind of stuff for you to, to make it a little easier on your end? Um, no. <laughs> I, mean, <we're, laughs> I mean, you know, we'll, we're going to have to figure that out. Like, it's, you know, and we all live in different parts of the country now. So we're, uh, it'll be a, like a little logistical uh, nightmare to figure out where we're flying from, where we're rehearsing, like all that stuff. But same with this thing, you know, we have to like, you know, three of us are in Michigan and three of us are elsewhere. So it uh, takes some uh, planning to all get together. 
but yeah, Amen. I mean, the slam dunk was all, they're always have been awesome to us and, the, and, you know, help as much as they can, but you know, it's, it is ultimately easier if we book our own flights because then, you know, there's no third party involved. You have to go through a middleman or anything. Right. It's always interesting, like talking to bands, especially like when, when you're, when you're either taking gear overseas or you're, you have like gear that's already there just to kind of like pick up and play. It's always cool. Like hearing those like stories of, of, you know, we were able to get everything over there. Everything worked out just fine. Or we lost everything. It ended up in a different country. What's going on? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, it can be a nightmare. Like, um, we've like, our guitars have been on a different plane than us somehow. Like when we were going over there before, um, uh, this one like airline threw a ton of fees at us, like at the gate. And so we ended up like not being able to bring gear and just had to leave our like gear behind with someone. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And one time I think Brett, like the airline lost his luggage in Japan. Like when we went to Japan, and the morning we woke up to go back home, like to go to the airport to go back home, a courier brought his bag. So he got it at the very last minute right before he was able to go home. <laughs> right after the tour was done and everything, and he had to get a whole bunch of extra clothes or yeah. wash the stuff yeah. he was already in a whole bunch of times. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, that's always a nightmare. I wish I could just... And you can't really carry on a bass. Mm-mm or a guitar that easily like one time i like we we would try to carry that on and then they'd always tell us to gate check it which was like we felt a little better about um just because at least it's not like the airline just like you know throwing it around like it's you know goes last minute Mm -hmm. but uh i was like so i carried it through security and the tsa person was just like you can't bring a gun on the plane and I was like, it's not a gun, it's a bass guitar. And then they they opened it up and it was a bass guitar, not a gun. And uh yeah, Jeez. so but the way things go in this country, you would think that that would be like normal. Like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, bring that right on this plane. Bring this gun on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D- depending yeah. on which which side of the of the Mason Dixon line you're on, if you're in the south, that's perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah. To fly with guns it's more fun <laughs> it's more of a riveting flight overall yeah jeez i like so, extra danger <laughs> so i i guess to to stay on the the topic of uh what's cooking with fireworks um you, you guys also just dropped a, a new single it kind of felt like out of left field a couple of years ago yeah with, 2019 yes yeah. so that that you know being a fireworks fan was just like the best day ever because it came out of literally nowhere i was just like what the heck is this? i almost didn't believe it when it I, came I, out. I almost didn't believe it either because you know like how sometimes people like can hack spotify artist pages and like oh yeah there's they, another band like called other, fireworks or whatever yeah, linked up yeah that's happened yeah and i was like i wonder if that's what happened then obviously i listened to the song i was like oh no this is a legit fireworks song literally out of nowhere so w- was that planned or was that a song you were sitting on for a while and you just were like all right this is the time um it was uh i mean it was it was something that you know dave and chris were working on and um and then it kind of came together you know as a as a fireworks song and 
Um, so that's kind of what, you know, kind of started us talking about doing stuff again. It was like around that time we had, there's like other songs and song ideas too. And so then we uh, recorded that and then dropped it. And um, yeah. And then uh, I'm sure, as you know, we announced a record right after that. Um, but then a pandemic happened and uh, kind of threw us off course. So, but. Uh, so is that record still coming? It's still coming. Just will show up one day in our spot. <laughs> it's just going to yeah. show up. <laughs> it's going to be there one day. They're, I mean, no, no pre-save campaign. They're just going to, here's the new fireworks record. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. It's a well, mystery. I, I'm sure a lot has changed you know it's not like you guys haven't been around in like a million years but like Mm -hmm. a lot has changed with that whole like single campaign and and the way music's released now like are are you guys up on those trends or you're just going to continue doing it your way yeah yeah, i think we're just going to do whatever we want because i don't i don't know what's going on and no none of us like really (laughs) are we're out of the game i don't know we're just like but we we know how to be a band and so we're just going to do what we think is cool. It, I think it's like it's easier because like fireworks as a as a whole has such diehard fans. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's insane. Like anytime you, you bring up, you know, you know, seeing fireworks in concert or being at a fireworks show, even like as far back as like 2010, like 2009, 2010, people remember fireworks shows. And it's like to the point where where you know even when um, you guys released the um, uh, O Common Life too, like all my friends were talking about it, like friends that I have like never like I hadn't talked to in years. They were just like, "Hey, Fireworks just dropped a new album," and I remember O Common Life was like such a such a big hit to all of us who had been like waiting for something after Gospel because we were just itching for more. And uh, it was it's it's just really cool when you have that hardcore fan base. Same thing with. Um, when with the punches uh, released the the EP this year too, their fans were just waiting for it. Like they were just like, "This is the first with the punches album we've had in almost eleven years." So it's just really cool when you have that like really hardcore fan base that's really kind of like itching for something more. And especially when you put out the single in twenty nineteen, everybody was just like waiting for something else. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. Like like not everyone gets fireworks, but the people that do like really really love it so it's 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 cool like it's a cool base to have like i prefer that it's like people are the people that are into it are are stoked on it so Mm -hmm. yeah i i'm one of those people so i know (laughs) yeah no yeah i I can can tell i can there's some some indicators just a few and i'm not i'm not even like i know back in the day you would lose your your scene card for that but I don't care. I'm just hey, too old to it. care. Yeah, no, it's it's all it's all cool now. I think wearing your own, wearing uh shirts to sh- show support is uh is in. I'm declaring it in. So, <laughs> well, I was laughing that. with I was laughing with Mikey before you hopped on that um I actually got a seven inch of bonfires by trading my buddy a copy of like the Lion King on Super Nintendo. Okay. He was just like he's like, hey, I got I got an extra copy. He's like, you want to you want to trade? I'm like, yeah. What do you want? He goes, I want I want that copy of Lion King on Super Nintendo. I go, bet. Here you go. <laughs> nice. That's that's a, 
I think both of you guys won in that trade. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Touche, touche. That, that's cool. So I, I guess just because I can ask you, mm-hmm. uh, the title Demitassi. Like mm-hmm. I used to work in an Italian restaurant, and that's just like. I remember the first time I was like 15 or 16 and an old school Italian guy, he's like, Hey, let me get some Dimitassi. And I'm like, I don't think we have that. <laughs> so like, I didn't know that that was just another name for like espresso. And it was just totally out of my element working in an Italian restaurant, being an Irish kid. But I guess what, what's the significance behind the, the name or the title? Uh, Chris named it. Um, because he, he's, uh, was Macedonian and has a you know, I uh, was very involved with his Macedonian heritage and uh, and so he, he named it after, you know, that to kind of coincide with the lyrics he wrote for it. So and his his family stuff, but yeah, so it's you know same same part of the, I, I I always like get nervous when I talk about Macedonia in in regards to Chris because he he'll get offended if I mess something up, but uh, but I, I feel like. Italy's kind, you know, that, that kind of it makes sense that that would be an Italian restaurant too. That you would recognize that from Italian restaurant, like with that part of the world, because Macedonia is kind of over over there too. But they're, they're not to be confused. <laughs> <laughs> at at some point in history, they were all ruled by one person, whether it was Alexander the Great or Rome or Athens or whatever. Right. So there is there is some type of cultural mingling between all the islands out in the Mediterranean and. Greece right and italy and, yeah and now it's like now macedonia is like the they have to have a different name because there's a macedonian greece and they were like didn't want them in the eu it's a whole thing mm-hmm. i've learned i've learned a lot about macedonia culture over the years also the owners of the red wings the illiches macedonian mm-hmm. so. it's crazy yeah. you come you come here to, to listen about fireworks and hockey and you come out learn a little bit about European history and Macedonia. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Try to get Chris to come to talk about Macedonia, but he's, <laughs> he's too busy being a dad. Oh, so, so. I feel that. I feel mm-hmm. that every time I like sneak away to do this podcast, I'm like, God, I got the best wife ever. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, wife that puts up with podcasting. It's, yeah, oh, it's yeah. easier when they're a little bit older. They just kind of like hang out on their computer in their room. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. Can I go talk to my computer for a little yeah. bit? <laughs> hey, She's we were just hers, as bad to mine. back oh, in yeah. the day, too. Nah. We were yelling at mom to get off the, the phone, though, so we can get on the internet. Oh, yeah, the the dial-up. Um, yep. so, I missed that sound. So, uh, I've... I've like I said, like we've all we, we we've been fireworks fans for the longest time and and I actually have I have two stories that I wanted to ask you. So Okay. Um originally like I'm 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 in Orlando right now, but I grew up in South Florida. Um Okay. I've seen you guys come down to you know every venue in South Florida that you guys were allowed to play in. <laughs> right. And uh I was I was at the infamous two thousand nine uh culture room show okay okay and um it's funny because i have another story about that tour that that my friend wanted to ask you guys but um i remember that show so vividly with i think it was polar bear club and and set your goals Mm -hmm. um i remember just having a blast at that show and just and then all of a sudden 
Security just gets mad, and David just goes, you guys outnumber them. Hop on stage. And we all just, like, rush the stage. Um, and then you guys weren't allowed to play there anymore. But <laughs> that opened up so many doors for you guys to play Talent Farm, which was easily one of my favorite venues down south. And I saw you guys there maybe four to five times. Yeah. no, I mean, Talent Farm was, like, I mean, well, the first time we played the Talent Farm was, like, was like one of the first places outside of Michigan that we were like, oh, people like us. Like, <laughs> and it was, yeah, the shows are awesome there. Um, and that was actually the last, the when we, when we couldn't play the, uh, what was it culture room? culture room? Yeah, when we couldn't play that, um, we ended up just doing a matinee, um, at the at the town farm and hop along, but um, jumped on, and and it was just, uh, it was a cool. 1 p.m. show and uh then we took the night off and uh yeah and that was the last time we played town farm i don't think it's there anymore right no they um unfortunately they had complaints from i i think it was like a laser tag place that was next door about the parking and everything else that was going on every time they had shows and um yeah uh mr burns just couldn't support it anymore i was like i was heartbroken when that when yeah. i heard, when i found out that happened but yeah um it was crazy because that that tour that you guys did the matinee i think that was the the greatest generation tour for the wonder years and yeah. the fact that you guys not only did a matinee out of you know just like courtesy for everybody who got tickets to the culture room show they still came out to the talent farm to watch you guys to then drive like the 40 minutes to culture room to to catch the rest of the tour I mm-hmm. thought that was like just like a really cool sentiment that you guys did, but you know, fuck culture room for what they did. I've gotten kicked out of that venue so many times. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it was it was ridiculous because, like, I don't qu- like quite remember what happened at that 2009 show. I remember it happening, and I remember mm-hmm. I remember us cutting our set early because I I know they were like, like, the security was like choking people that were crowd surfing or like yep. manhandling them and stuff like that. So we stopped. And then I I know it got out of hand, but I don't remember I don't remember exactly what happened. And then um, yeah, then you know that was two thousand nine. And then time went on, t- time went on, and uh, we weren't originally on that greatest gener- generation tour. Defeater mm-hmm. was, and we ended up taking their spot because they had to d- drop off. And once we got added, like all you know, we just got added to all the you know all the venues, yeah. and. Uh, then our manager at the time called me and was like, what did you guys do in Florida in 2009? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, and uh, then like, they're like, well, you can't play this venue. And I was like, no one can talk in them into like letting us play. Like that was five years ago. And like, and they just like would not back down from it. And, uh, and then so like, even like the one year's agent tried to call them and was like, like they're on the tour, let them. Play. And they're like, no. So, so we just like, all right, we'll look around the show. So that story was, was when you, when you guys came back and culture room was like, now nah, we're not doing this. That story broke the, like the new times article for Broward County. So if you, you go on to like the new times, if you go to like the new times article on for, for Broward County, just type in fireworks culture room. Room, we'll actually mm-hmm. pull up a, an article from the local paper talking about how you guys got banned 
and then talking about how you guys play talent farm instead it's it's probably the funniest thing i've i've read all week so i'm like there's got to be something about that show i'm like i just want to remember what happened nice does it uh is it is the article pro us or pro culture <laughs> oh pro you guys absolutely okay cool <laughs> and then um i have one more story that i wanted to ask you guys because i wanted to vet my friend um right. so he's he's originally from maryland but he was down in saint pete for that same tour the polar bear club set your goals tour and uh apparently apparently you guys were pool hopping before your set and someone had to grab you guys and you guys came on stage basically like soaking wet in your bathing suits and ripped an amazing set in saint pete you might not remember but i just wanted to vet him really quick to see if you might remember that sounds like something we do um <laughs> um what what would it be at the, like the orpheum or what what venue it was I, I think it was in i know it was in st petersburg so it wouldn't have been the orpheum oh. it was oh, probably yeah. like janice live or or one of okay. the older venues that were there yeah um insane i i, I mean find it really quick yeah we probably snuck into some hotel and went swimming and, yeah and uh <laughs> yeah just uh yeah, ripped the set. Anything went on that tour. It was like that tour was insane. Did you guys ever go pool hopping? Because I, I I remember doing that in like middle school and high school and thinking I was like such a rebel or badass for doing it. Is that oh, just yeah. like what every kid does? Yeah, we used to do it all the time back in in Michigan in the summer. Yeah, that was like a big thing for us. That we just like find apartment complexes or a hotel that like we can somehow. Like, hop the fence or get into fence or just pretend to be a guest or whatever <laughs> but i'm talking like in the suburbs like going in neighborhoods and jumping in just like strangers pools um i i don't know if, i don't recall any specific moments of me doing that but i feel that's something that was probably probably had happened at some point i, I well there was there was like a, a some club that i like hopped the fence and like i went swimming at like you know, midnight. So yeah. So I guess that's the same thing. It's like a country club type pool. All right. Yeah. See, we couldn't yeah. do that in in South Florida. We just we just walked around, grabbed people's like mangoes and limes and stuff that were like growing over the fence and stole. What do you, mean you, what do you mean you couldn't do that in South Florida? I feel like I've done most of my like pool hopping in Florida. Oh, I don't know. Miami's a whole other place. You don't know if there's gonna be no. a pit bull on the other side or a tiger. Oh well, that's. I mean, I guess that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it would be more safer bets, like a apartment complex or yeah. <laughs> Some of those homes down there, uh, I don't trust yeah. them. Don't trust yeah. them. <laughs> so, I guess Kyle, now that you're a few years removed from touring, do you do you think your body still has it in you, or are you going to start like training to go back on the road? I don't. I'm not talking thinking... like musically. I'm like physically, like your body, like doing it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, a, I feel like I'm in okay shape, but so I don't know. But it's that's a whole different beast. So, uh, yeah, I was, you know, might get back on my exercising game a little harder, but uh, I think I think I'll be able to handle it. You know? And hopefully, at this stage in your career, you, you guys are going to be getting hotels and sleeping in real beds and not like 
on people's yeah, floors. Yeah, yeah, we're I mean, we're adults now and we're only going to do it as adults. So <laughs> That's a perk, so, right? J Justin so, just yeah, did yeah, that this last yeah, summer. Comfort has yep. to has to be top priority. I feel like but, we we camped out on I think we only camped out on like one one person's house and uh and he had eight couches, like full body couches. So I just passed out on his couch and it was the best sleep I got on that entire tour until I was back home. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. Why what does one person have eight couches is the real question. Ask Walt. I don't know why Walt has eight couches, Walt? but he does. <laughs> Walt Walt's why the do most you have interesting eight man. I wanna ask him. But yeah, I will we'll say, I will him. say, I did, I did bring a Theragun this tour because I'm a old man. I, like, like those massage guns. Oh, okay. It was like a, like a twenty five dollar one off Amazon. Amazing, best purchase ever. I just sat there in the, in the van, just like after a show, just tired as hell, just like hitting my like legs and hit my back and my arms. Great investment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like a, I like a good. Uh... I think I was living with Brett for a little bit and we had like a foot massager that uh, we would just sit on the couch and take turns using the foot massager. And he was like, pretty good, uh, pretty good investment. Yep. <laughs> and I guess, are you prepared for Wonder Year shows? Because it's been a few years removed since you guys played with them and they're like a whole different level now at this point in their careers. Like, are you guys prepared for that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the the last uh um tour we did with them greatest generation tour i mean it was in similar size size rooms mm -hmm. and yeah so i mean i think we can handle it and it's gonna be they're gonna be cool shows and like i actually just i was went out with them for like a couple weeks in the spring this year um and uh so i saw i saw what they're doing these days and you know i mean they're definitely i guess they're on a, a a different level and it's like crazy to see how they've grown especially being friends with them for so long um but i think i think we can i think we can hang but like production wise too like they're because i i saw them early on and then i saw them when i moved down to charlotte and the production that they put into their live show was completely different from back yeah. in the day so yeah it's cool and i think i think ours will be too so love that and yeah. and Got to give a little love to Max Seal, Long Island Band. Love to nice. see that they're they're on that tour too. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It should be cool. I'm excited to meet them. Hell yeah! So, I guess before we jump into some Detroit Red Wings talk, because that's also why we got you here, Kyle. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to tell our listeners quickly about our sponsor, DraftKings. So the NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter... You can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And Kyle, we also like to do on the show is just hear what you are listening to these days. So anything catching your ears lately? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to no music. I listen to no music. Let me. I, I got my Spotify right here. I always like to freeze up on that question because I'm like, I listen to a lot of stuff. Um, let's see. Um, I haven't listened to. I don't know what the newest artist uh, I've uh, gotten into is. Um, I've. Uh, uh, I was listening to. Um, Bad religion the other day. I was listening, I got on a bad religion kick. So that was, uh, and then, um, yeah, been, uh, listen to, yeah, I don't have, I don't know. I don't have a new, a new band that I'm, uh, that has grabbed me quite recently yet. But Mike, he's listen, gonna hit you with listen, it. listen to a lot of older stuff. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, then, I respect well, that. The, well, you know what? I'll, I'll, the new turnstile record, I think, is really great. Oof. Go so, on. Yeah. Well, dude, you throw that turnstile record on. Yeah, and, and I, I, I'm super stoked for those guys. Like, what they're doing is super cool. And it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be cool for them. Heck yeah, man. Well, dude, if you throw turnstile on with your Raycon wireless earbuds, it's going to sound even sweeter, my friend. Ooh. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycon's give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycon's are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. So go to buyraycon.com today and use promo code THPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code THPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code THPN15. All right. So, Kyle, let, let's just jump right into it, man. How are you feeling about the Red Wings this season? Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. Like, we got a, a whole... A whole bunch of new new players. Uh, uh, I think, like I think last season was like, like th- they weren't good really, but they were competitive, and so it made it exciting to watch. And I think that's going to be amped up more this year. Um, and I think the Steve Eiserman's plan is like is in full uh, in full force right now. So I'm I'm excited. I don't know a lot about the new the new peeps that we got but uh i'm i'm excited for it i will say if if stevie wonder does to the red wings again what he did to tampa bay amazing mm-hmm. helped us get two stanley cups took us to a third it was really sad to watch him go but i'm glad he's back with the red wings yeah no i'm 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 sorry i mean those those cups were like his his uh his doing i feel oh and absolutely I, yeah, the Bolts would not have been the team they are without him, like as the GM, kind of like stepping up and and pooling mm-hmm. the people that he did. But I mean, I we'll, we'll, we can kind of talk about the Red Wings' future. But how was it growing up in in this amazing dynasty area where Detroit was 
literally coined the term hockey town. I mean, it was insane. I mean, I, I loved it. Like, but just like Red Wings stuff was like, it was like the biggest deal. Cause like, you know, um, Detroit at the time was like, you know, not doing great. And, mm-hmm. uh, so we like had a lot of pride in like a team doing really well. And that was like the one and they kept getting so close and not getting it. And then they finally got it. And it was, you know, it was just so exciting. Like I remember like leaping off of like watching, like leaping off the floor when Darren McCarty scored that game winning goal in 97. Um, Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it was like, it was like in the culture, like so many of my friends played hockey, like, like we played role. I remember like, I think when I was like 12, like I, like there was like maybe 10 days out of the year that I didn't play hockey. Like I was just like obsessed. And then I like, you know, I was playing roller. I was playing ice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was, it was such an exciting time. Yeah. And, and you know, you t- turn on home improvement on TGIF Friday and you got, Tim Allen rock and red wing stuff. Like it was like yeah. really right there in pop culture too, man. And then yeah. yeah, there, I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, we had some of the best, best players. So it was like, um, like, yeah, we were, it was a big deal to the league. I mean, I, our teams were insane. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and like, like I was just saying, I don't really like know much about the new players that we got this year, but like then like, and it, the news also came differently because it'd be in like the newspaper or maybe on sports center or something like that. It was like how you'd get the news. But like, I just remember like getting like so excited to um, like when I'd be like, Oh, Brendan Shanahan just got traded to us. Like, <laughs> um, like, or like Brett Hall or like, like it was like always exciting to be like, what is, who's, who's gonna like come to the Red Wings? Cause everyone wanted to play there. And, um, it was yeah. I haven't I haven't felt that excitement for a, a trade with the Wings in a long time. I was gonna say, wasn't um not only was Tim Allen wearing one, but I think Uncle Joey from Full House also rocked the Red Wings. He's he's a bigger uh, rocker of the Red Wings. <laughs> Dave Coulier. <laughs> Dave Coulier, yeah. Um, it, he's yeah. Isn't he's, he from Ontario too? He he might be. I think he is, or he or he might be from Detroit actually. Um, I think he's from Detroit, but he, because like, and I think he might still live there or have a house there. Cause he does like stand up around town. Um, and, but yeah, uh, yeah, he, he is. Uh, um, yeah, he, but he was always wearing Red Wing stuff on, on the, um, on, the show, on, on even on the show, but like, even like, uh, I feel like in live performances, he was like always wearing like, um, uh, Red Wings gear. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't why really I get that Canadian. with the Islanders much, or or the the bolts. Like you don't see people rocking bolt stuff in yeah. movies and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> even even Tupac was wearing the Red Wings jersey. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. did you have a sweet like Red Wings starter jacket? I don't know. I well, my so my uh, older cousin, who's he's like you know probably like over twenty years older than me, um, he at the time was um fixing the red wing sewing machine like for their skates oh, nice. like so he was like they would call him when the it, like it needed repair and he'd like he worked down the road and he would uh like 
go go over there and fix their machines and they like um they would like give him like merch or, or like game use stuff like in return and uh like he he gave me uh like it was like a red wings like varsity jacket and and then he worked at a sewing machine store that did embroidery so he like embroidered my name on it so i had this like uh this red wings like varsity jacket with my name on it but i feel like i did i feel like i did have the starter jacket yeah Um, that's one thing i i'm so like mad about from my childhood is that i didn't have like the islanders fisherman starter jacket oh that's i had a charlotte dick dude i had a charlotte hornets starter jacket like what the heck was my mom or dad thinking at that time like makes no sense it's just weird that i now live in charlotte but on long island you know 10 year old rocking a charlotte hornet starter jacket makes well, that, no was, that was the pop that was the popular one yeah that was like the super popular colors like color yeah. scheme that turquoise and white and purple people loved the hornets yeah. when they first came out yeah i don't even i, I never liked basketball i still don't <laughs> really like basketball <laughs> i was like such a hockey kid and that was probably yeah. just like yeah, it, in it's, marshals or something it's, it's funny how like like when you're a kid how like you just get attached to a team for no for no reason really yep. like i i was like obsessed with the orlando magic when i was a kid and like because of shack because of shack well yeah he had the same last name as me too so i was like stoked on that or at least pronounced the same <laughs> and uh spelled a little differently but uh so yeah so i had a shack jersey and then i was like well i'll get a pen like a hardaway jersey (laughs) (laughs) um but and then yeah and then i was like i liked the anaheim ducks because of the movie mighty ducks Mm -hmm. so i had a a paul korea jersey and then i just really like i just really like felix pot then so i had a toronto jersey and i and i liked the city of toronto because my family would go there like for like vacation and so Mm -hmm. i was like okay i'll be a leafs fan (laughs) like and then, of course, I had a bunch of Red Wings gear. I was like, I think I'm wearing my Mighty Ducks hat. I was. I got the one that has the the current colors with the old logo. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like the that movie was such a such a catalyst for a lot of people in our generation to get into hockey too. Oh um, yeah, it was especially. I mean, it's huge for but, me. Like yeah. Like I was, you know, I was a kid down in Miami. Like the only team we had was started in '93 with the uh, the Panthers, and mm-hmm. um, I mean the Panthers really didn't do anything until like that '96 '97 series when we lost to the Avalanche. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I was trying to remember. I know the the Red Wings lost. I mean, they lost to the Avalanche, but they were they were just a team that was dominating the league that whole season. But- the avalanche mm-hmm. and like, well, the Ducks like team, I ni- it. in 96 i feel like it was 96 yeah yeah it's because like, yeah we, we, we lost to the avalanche in the in the western conference because we were still in the western conference then. Mm-hmm. and then yeah the panthers played played them that was a sweep it was so disheartening for me <laughs> are you a, a d1 or d2 guy i'm a d1 guy but d2's d2's got its moments I, I think what about D three? Like, no, D three is just a, a rom com, basically. Like, <laughs> did you watch the Did you watch the new series? I loved I it. Did. I kind of like. I wouldn't it say too. I loved it, but it, it definitely. Yeah, I don't know if I love is the right word, but I like enjoyed it thoroughly. 
it it grows on you after you're watching it more and more but it yeah. it it has that campy 90s feel mm-hmm. and uh just the fact that they have uh was it um not uh riley from letter kenny on it just kills me every time yeah, yeah that, and he kind of like was... lets in little letter kenny references too throughout the show i I, just, I think that's what i really like about it that was disney just being smart they knew that that would get the 30 something year olds to tune in <laughs> yeah well i mean i feel like i tuned in for nostalgia purposes and i stuck mm-hmm. around so we brought bombay back apparently yeah, sure like be there season, season two is is back like this week yeah oh really sure. this week or next week yeah nice. yeah i'm pretty sure watch it on the road because we're going on too <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't forget you, you are uh, and i'm just super like jealous of all the northeast cities that get to go to the those shows where you guys didn't i, I think what maryland's the furthest south you guys are going Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty pretty bummed about that. And come up. Yeah. I, <laughs> that that's where being thirty-five kind of has its downside is you can't just like pick up and do like those kind of fun things anymore, like spur of the moment, like you would be in your yeah, yeah early twenties where you can be like, Yeah, let's go to like I, I would do that all the time where I would just go to like Poughkeepsie for a show from Long Island just just because. Yeah, like even though the tour would be coming to Long Island like the next day, I'd be like, "Nah, let's go see it in a different market." We would yeah. do it in in South Florida all the time. We drive up to Orlando or Tampa for a show and come back down to Fort Lauderdale and catch the show again, just because it was just one of those shows that yeah. we wanted to see a few times. Yeah, I feel like we would always like drive to Chicago and then back, not even stay or something like it. And one time, this was a fireworks thing, but just because you said Poughkeepsie, it reminded me of it, but. We drove like 13 hours to Poughkeepsie to play a show that Chris couldn't play because he was having his like like wisdom teeth out or something like that. Um, so Dave played guitar, and we we drove 13 hours to play a, like a whatever show there, and then just drove 13 hours back. And I was like, "Why did we do this? Like we just <laughs> we just didn't want to cancel the show." Is the only reason? Like we're like we can't cancel. It's basically a twenty-four hour drive time for a show in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, for a for a, a half hour set, like <laughs> probably not even. It, that's fucking punk rock. Probably... That's punk rock at its core. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we are. <laughs> Punks. Love that. Love that. So, are are there any like dates where there's like an off day where you can possibly? catch a, a game on the road or anything like that have you have you thought about um i think i think i looked and like well maybe i only looked at red wings um schedule i haven't i haven't really checked i, I probably like I, that's probably not going to happen but you know i i guess i have we have two days off in detroit i haven't checked the schedule for them but i don't think it's the season starts quite yet but i'm gonna um i already have plans to uh go out i live in la now and i'm gonna so i go to the kings and ducks when they play the wings every year so i already have plans for that in november nice and i yeah and also i um uh me and my friend uh mike uh who plays in that band never ending game we uh we drove to uh um phoenix just the two of us to see the wings play the coyotes uh last season and they lost in overtime (laughs) 
to the worst team. So but yeah, you it was, hate to see it. It was, a, it was a fun trip. I would love to catch a Coyotes game this season when they're playing at Arizona State. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder how impossible it's going to be to get tickets because it's like what seven or eight thousand people. Five thousand cap. Five thousand. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah, I think. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like five thousand. It's like. Holy like, cow. I mean, every game's going to sell out. So <laughs> I hope so. That would yeah, be a bad look if you don't. Yeah. So, like, I feel, I feel like won't be able to go there. <laughs> you know that if, when, if you know when, when Detroit plays there, or like any, like if Washington plays there, or any other team that has a big fan following, it's gonna be three thousand away fans, and like the hardcore Yotes fans. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a bad look too like geez like, yeah, like i know they had to do it to just like as they're waiting for their new arena situation i but, just think it's so insane i feel like you, you should almost move to another city for a couple years and yeah <laughs> or just like play on the road but like you know what we're gonna have no home games we're just gonna be on the road the entire islanders season. did it they basically did they? well we they started did, on the road switch back and forth right yeah, we did that too. We've done it all. We we finally have stability. We have a a new arena. I, it's beautiful, as I hear. I haven't gone yet. I'm just a bad Islander fan right now. <laughs> Gotta go check out the barn. I think my favorite part about Arizona right now is that they're gonna have all the all the NFL sponsors over all the boards, but they're not gonna have the Coyotes logo in center ice. I think that they just actually changed that. That was what they originally were saying. Yeah. But I did see a mock-up where it's like two small logos at center ice. Which is also kind of embarrassing yeah, for them. I but still can't believe it all. It's crazy to me. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it, it's one of those where you you want the team to stay in like a non-traditional market because it, it's the way you're going to continue to grow the sport. But yeah. For sure. I mean, Austin Matthews is from Arizona, so it's like, mm-hmm. like I'm sure that's a Coyotes' fault. Like, um, but yeah, it's I like I feel like his like seeing a hockey a NHL game in that size of room would be like so amazing. No matter like what teams are playing, just because like it's kind of like a scene of like a small like punk show, like as opposed to like a a big theater show. Mm-hmm. It's like the energy is just like way more intense. Yeah, I, w- I would like I've I've gone to playoff AHL games, so mm-hmm. those are obviously way smaller arenas, and that atmosphere is crazy. So it, yeah. it would probably mm-hmm. be comparable, like every single game, but not if the opposing fans are buying up all the tickets. <laughs> You're just gonna see a, a sea of other colors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it was when I went there anyway, so. <laughs> it was, like, mostly Red Wings fans. How was it in L.A.? So you said you caught one last year? Yeah, L.A., like, there's a lot of Wings fans because, like, not a, like there's a lot of transplants in L.A. Um, and so there was, like, a whole section that was Red Wings, like, and there's a whole bunch, a whole, like, sea of red waiting, like, during warm-ups. But like, there's still they have enough of a base that there's like Kings fans there and stuff. How so, and and then it it's not too far to to go to Anaheim too, so you can really hit no. them. Yeah, and they probably play like the same week or weekend. Yeah, yeah, they're they're usually a day apart, or like a they have a day off and then 
play and yeah so so i'll I'll try to do both and it's usually like they do those two together they like on the same road trip and then they'll do like they'll probably do like seattle vegas and phoenix on another road trip Mm -hmm. or something like that yeah i was gonna ask that because i know how like you know basketball in la is you know you're you're automatically a Lakers fan. There's barely any Clippers fans, according mm-hmm. to the, the lore. How is it with that split market with the Ducks? Because I I know hardcore Ducks fans and I know hardcore Kings fans, but I, I've never really like been in that market to see like how that split is within you know an hour drive from from stadiums. Um, it's I mean I think they have they both have their own base because like Orange County and LA are very like like separate in their own way like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like even with shows, like you know, on most tours, there's like a Anaheim show and a LA show. Yeah, um, just because it's like there's it's not a, a huge it, There's just so many people in this general area of the country that that's they're d- different, like big markets. Um, and so I feel it's the same way with the the Ducks. They they have their fans, and like anyone from like you know that grew up in that area is. Um, is you know a ducks fan and then you know mm-hmm. everyone else kings fans but i like um like uh the guy who recorded our first record he's like a huge kings fan but he's a, lives in orange county um but he he was into the kings before the ducks were a team so like so i feel there's like a bunch of people that like if you if your original loyalty was to the kings you're not going to be a ducks fan but yeah especially yeah. like if you got into the into hockey like when Wayne Gretzky came to LA. Mm-hmm. So like you, you probably yeah, became I mean, a, was, a Kings yeah. fan at that time. And then yeah, exactly. the Mighty like, Ducks yeah. movies came out, you know, a yeah. year or two after, and you were probably like, Oh, I'm already. Yeah. Yeah. We're already yeah. vested. I feel that was, you know, I mean, I guess Southern California hockey had two huge things going for them in the early nineties. So they sure did. I but still so, miss those purple jerseys from the Kings though. No, those are cool. Yeah. Those were cool throwbacks. Yeah, I like those. You saw them in all the hip hop videos in like the early '90s too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Hockey jerseys are cool. I like them. They just feel good in them. Well, and I was gonna—that was like a, I, 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 an unintentional segue into talking about how the Red Wings logo has pretty much remained the same since their initial start like it's always been kind of like the 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 winged wheel whereas like most of the other you know original teams have kind of like switched up their logos a little bit kind of mm-hmm. tried out different things but Detroit's always pretty much had the the same logo overall yeah it's i mean yeah there's there's subtle differences here and there and then the, you mm-hmm. know in the like you know early 20s there was like a few different other teams that they were called but like yeah. the cougars and something else but like yeah it's it's pretty much the same the same it's pretty iconic uh i love well, it yeah. now there'll probably be like a little caesar's logo on the chest because that's happening this year oh more there's more ads yeah yeah, yeah. are they and on I your think, helmet I too it, i think there we have a meyer ad on our helmet which is like uh michigan like like a nicer walmart essentially mm-hmm. um but yeah so yeah, I mean, Little Caesars, one owns the team technically, and then also has the, the stadium. Name right, 
name rights to the stadium. Um, so maybe they'll. I think I think people already know about Little Caesars, so maybe they'll they'll you know send their sell their jerseys to another company. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Little Caesar guy with like the the pitchfork with the pizza through it. Like that would be pretty sick on a jersey. Yeah, if it was just that, just embroidered. Yeah, just that. No, yeah. like Little Caesars or anything. Yeah, just well, well I don't I don't know what the jerseys look like, but that's like the big like like um like triple H triple a team in in michigan is like a little is little caesars that's, and that's awesome like, yeah and um yeah it's just called like little caesars hockey or whatever and um so so in a lot of like kind of big names have come out of there i don't know specifically who but that's like the big triple a team for like you know kids mm-hmm. kind of like the well, farming team yeah I, I, I never made it to the little caesars team <laughs> <laughs> it, it's tough man to mm-hmm. my uh cousin-in-law's playing junior hockey for the Ogden Mustangs this year. Nice. Yeah. And That's to awesome. even get to that level, his family has like basically oh. just changed their entire life to get yeah. him to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It's insane. I will, I will brag a little bit that I was the, the, uh, alternate captain for the, uh, 1998 Livonia Hawks. So, you're talking to the uh, legend. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I, I've never gotten a, a C or an A in any He's of my. He's got the big old A on his sweater. Yeah, I yep. got the big old A. <laughs> that that's actually what I. So instead of like boutonnieres for my wedding, that's what I had all my groomsmen wear, like captain C's and assistant captain A's. Oh, nice. So you ranked them. <laughs> you're like, yeah. This is how I want to rank my friends. It's a whole ranking system. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I Did guess you, you do that anyways, right? The best man. Yeah, with the best man. Yeah. Hopefully, you gave Tommy the C. Tom, Tom got the C. I was about to say he did. <laughs> well, dude, Kyle, we're we're so pumped to to hang with you tonight, and just so pumped that fireworks is back, and mm-hmm. th- this yeah. tour is going to be killer. Slam Dunk Fest is going to be killer. And when one morning I wake up and my Spotify is yelling at me that there's just like a new fireworks album and we don't even know about it and it's just waiting for me. I'm going to be so pumped about that as well. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I will go ahead. I was going to say, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, to ask one fan question because it was okay. the funniest fan question we've ever got. Um, does David's mouth still bleed from when he cut it when he was young? <laughs> yes yes it's always it's always bleeding we i have to i have to clean them up before we play so spray them down a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he's a he's a bleeder <laughs> i saw that one ridiculous. come through i was like this i have to ask this i can't not ask this one well i like it whoever asked that is and i i truly Touché. relate to that lyric very well because <laughs> growing up like my mom didn't have much money. So I would always have to go to like the local community college to get like dental work done. Oh, I've been and there. I like, yeah. I was <laughs> like, man, I re- really like most people probably just like, don't really relate to this, but I really relate to going to a student that was practicing dental. School. Yeah. I, I re- like a few years ago, I had a root canal by a student and it was awful. Uh, it was awful. <laughs> yeah. They got the um, wrong tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, like didn't, that, I didn't need one. They just decided <laughs> to do it. 
that's kind of a whole nother level. Like I would just get like a cavity filled or a teeth yeah. cleaning, but geez, mm -hmm. root trusting a, a student with the root canal. I yeah. had one go the wrong way and get infected and it was awful. Oh yeah. Not fun. Not fun. It's the no. worst nightmare. Yeah. But Kyle, we'll let you go, man. It was really yeah. great, you know, catching up and just so pumped for you guys. Mm -hmm. And who yeah, knows, man? It, it's the beginning of the season. The Red Wings can surprise people. You know, yep. you, you you got Stevie Y running it, and he builds from his system. He did that with Tampa. He's doing it now. These aren't names that are household names yet, but who knows? Mm -hmm. This season could be uh, surprising for a lot of people. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm just excited for it. It's, it's cool to be on that side of things, like because we had, like, I was spoiled with, like, the best team in the world, like, for so long, and then now it's it's cool being like a real fan and just like kind of like watching the build and uh just being excited for them to be competitive <laughs> so i'm excited for it but yeah thank you for having me this is awesome uh i'll uh be back in 150 so <laughs> we'll keep it to that one we'll count the we'll count the episodes yeah. so we get yeah. there yeah like, and, and this album better be out before then hopefully well, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what Hopefully the world Hopefully we're has. talking about the B-sides at this point. Yeah, the world has always has other plans for us. So, Touche. Well, um, Kyle, thanks again, thank man. Yeah, yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, thank you. Thank Peace. you, dude. All right. Bye.